What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rip City Rundown podcast. It's our first podcast all together since about Christmas. Um, today, we're just going to be reviewing the Trailblazers moves, what they've done in free agency, what they have yet to do, and everything in between that. We'll start off with Anthony Simons and Yusuf Nurkic, because obviously those are, those are the guys we brought back. We already made a video about the Simons signing, but we're just going to go more in-depth now that we've got more information on it. Um, we'll start with Simons. First thoughts when you saw the re-signing. Very excited. I was um, extremely pleased to see the Blazers re-sign Simons. I think I mentioned this in the Simons video, but four years, 100 mil, I think people might think that's a little steep initially. But look, this guy is 23. Point is, he's super young. You know, last year was really his first year. He really shone um, as a bright spot on this team, averaged a lot of points, probably could have been most improved player if the Blazers were any form of revelant, revelant last year. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. He's getting $25 million a year again. Might be steep. It's cheaper than CJ, and I think he has the opportunity to be better than CJ. I feel like compared to a lot of other players we've seen so far at this free agency, it's not a bad signing mm-hmm. or a re-sign because, I mean, $25 million a year, it's bad. But have you seen some of these other players? Like Bradley Beal's getting $50 million a year. Fifty, And I know we wanted him and everything, but like for $50 million, I mean, get out of here. I, wouldn't, I don't even want $30 million, but uh, enough about Bradley Beal. Same with some other players, but... I feel like after looking and comparing to other signings, I'm not mad at all about this. Quick quick, qu- quick thoughts on the Bradley Beal thing. It, it kind of reminds me of when Dame signed his extension. And, like, the Blazers, I think, are in a better position than the Wizards at this point. But, like, if you're Bradley Beal, like, you think, obviously, he wants to win a championship. But when you're, like, half the cap, like, you, yeah. you just can't compete with that. Like, I, I, don't sometimes, know. I sometimes just don't understand it just because, like you said, you're not going to win a championship if you're giving half the cap to a guy that's not a top ten player in the league. Like you could probably get away with it if it's Steph Curry, oh, and sure. if you have a guy that's Jokic, if you have Jokic. A, if you have an owner that is willing to go into the tax, but I don't Such really see that in Washington. Warriors. So it seems like Bradley Beal is just like getting his money and like he's probably gonna be traded in like two years, I guess. Yeah, but all in all, Simon's very excited to see that it was something the Blazers had to do. Um, if that didn't get done and we let Simon's walk, I think uh, there'd be uh, people would be burning Joe Cronin at stake. But we got it done. I do want to say, it seems like some people are already coming at Joe Cronin because the lack of moves he's made. Um, and what I say to that is, I just, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. The Blazers, while yes, we have more assets than we've had in the, had in the past, we aren't just stock-filled here with draft picks and assets because obviously we traded all those off and um, Robert Covington the trades and Trevor Ariza right? trades and stuff like that. Sheesh. So we're not stockpiled in assets, so we're not going to make the full swing move like it was very unrealistic we were going to pick up a guy like Aiden it's very unrealistic we could get a KD we'll get into that because I think you can you can work with them things given other teams are kind of not in a position to trade for KD that you would think could trade for KD mm-hmm. but I, I'm not I'm not completely out on Joe Cronin here no no go ahead um, I was just going to say the Nurk signing so 70 million four years right yeah four yeah. years so Less than Simons. First of all, compare to Simons versus Nurk. Straight up, forget age. For who's a better player, Simons or Nurk? You would to me. Simons. You'd have to say Simons. And yeah. when you okay. couple that, I think Simons can impact a game more. Simons is younger. Like here's the thing about Simons is like we're not only paying Simons a lot to stay now. We're 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 banking him. We're banking on him. We're investing in him as to most likely be the that point guard true. of the future yeah. in Portland once Dame retires. Or as Dame, you know, he Dame unfortunately, guys, is probably 
Game five against Denver was probably the best performance we'll ever see from Dame. Like he might have a couple like worldies here, but like he's not gonna get better. He he's kind of at the top of the hill or maybe slightly over it. So Simons is kind of the guy to groom. Yeah, I think when it comes to the Nurk signing, I think the seventeen million dollars a year he got is about where I expected. I remember we made mm-hmm. a video about Nurk back in like December, and I was like, I'm not paying him more than twenty million, and I'm glad that we, we did didn't. It. I never thought that really was a possibility, but seventeen million dollars. Cody, you think you would say it's kind of a steal? I want to go as far as a steal, but I would say it's a very solid price for Nurk. Yeah, again, just comparing to the other players we've seen, that's kind of the only reason why I think he may be getting underpaid. Because let's be honest, Nurk is still a really good center. Still, he could he could still get better. Heck, I mean, mm-hmm. twenty eight years old, 27, 28 years old, um, top ten center on a good day. And you know, I feel like he's just interchangeable for other centers we could have gotten. Because it's not like we're getting Jokic or Cat or a top five center. I feel like Nurk is just, he's just a perfect spot for our team. And I feel like a lot of people wanted to trade him. And I'm happy we didn't. I'm a Nurk fan. I think, I I think, yeah, I'm a Nurk fan as well. Also, Nurk wants to be in Portland. There's not a lot of players who necessarily want to be in Portland. Uh, So Nurk definitely buys into the team, loves Dame. They're great friends. I think the only way I would have given up Nurk is if you, like you said, get a better center. And right now, Nurk's on that tier where he's not sniffing the top five. But he's he's above average, I would say. Like he's in that on if he's playing extraordinary basketball, you can make a case for him like number seven. We don't like to rank things here, Ripsy Rundown. But you could also he, he, when he plays bad, you're like, what is this dude doing doing on the floor? So I, all I want is Nurk to justify the seventeen and a half million, and Nurk's a huge piece if this team wants any chance to contend. I think the thing that is making people somewhat like not mad, but just like eh, that we resign Nurk is the fact that Aiton is available. Um, yeah. That was kind of something you were saying. You would be like, why resign Nurk if Aiton's there? And Aiton is a better center, and I assume the Blazers made a call for Aiton or something like that. But you never know what the price for these tra- sign-in trades are. And to get Nurk back at $17 million, assuming we made an effort at Aiton, I'm, I'm happy with it. I mean, let's like what you just said. Like You never know what these front offices are commanding. Like, or we just they want Rudy Gobert, five, five first-round picks. No. Five first-round picks and a bunch of young players. Minnesota mortgages off their future for the second round. I mean, like yeah. you, you don't want to do that. Like that's you, you got it. <laughs> it's a take, but I'm I'm gonna stand on that take. Yeah, I, I want to say at the end of this podcast, we're gonna do a little just full NBA yeah, rundown. Yeah, we'll of save that for later. Um, well, Let's talk about the next player, or Gary Payton. The second, yeah, just second. saw him in the finals. Um, amazing but, defender. Obviously, our team needs to prioritize defense. So I think this was a great pickup. Yes, he is a guard. Yes, he's a guard. He's an amazing defender, and he's really going to give us some depth on the bench, especially on the defensive end, mm-hmm. unlike two years ago where, you know, Mello, we all know that. So. I think you could argue that he's the best, like, just pure defender that Dame's ever played with. You can make a case. I think uh, Wes. Yeah, Wes a lot of people were saying, like, You can say Wes. Wes. But in Wes. terms of, like, in the ever since, you know, Aldridge left, let's just say, ever since the Wes team and Wes left, it's, yeah, it's not even close. Gary Payton for sure. And I think it's a huge it's a huge deal that Portland could get. A lot of people are saying maybe overpaid a little bit. I don't but like, what is he, it, like nine mil, it's nine and a half? Three for twenty eight. So I mean maybe it's just because he was in the finals, but like because I was watching him play with Steph Curry and I mean he'll develop his shooting as well. I mean he's got to remember he's young. He's probably getting he can get so much better as a player. Yeah, and the, like when people are like it might be an overpay, like he's definitely more than a vet man. Like, sure, you could say he's not worth nine mil, he's worth six mil, but like, okay, you have three million now. Like, are you gonna go sign a a franchise altering player with three million? Hey, like, you, wanna, you wanna know what's crazy? 
Let's say Gary, Gary Payton the second's young, and I would have thought that too. Oh, the man. man is 29 years old. He's in, so he's in his prime. Okay. And he still has a bit of prime left. Wow, 29. But he's I thought in he was like 24. In terms of NBA years though, like he's got In terms of NBA years, he's got a lot of gas in the like tank. Three years. He's got a he's got a lot of gas in the tank. He's in his athletic prime. He's not like he's not like Dame here who's been carrying a franchise for per- a decade. Personally, I I, w- I want to go as far as saying as I love the pickup because it is another guard, but the am- the amount of defense and athleticism he brings is just it's too too good to ignore. Yeah. Um, and he plays mm-hmm. above his size. Like I don't want to compare yeah, to PJ Tucker, but like he's like a six three, I mean, like small forward. Or power we forward. saw him in the finals. He was sliding down to the four. Like, like he can guard one. He was one guarding Tatum. Four. He was guarding Tatum. Lane. We saw what Tatum did in the finals. <laughs> we did see what Tatum did in the finals. But Gary Payton is definitely a guy that brings flexibility. He brings obviously defensive ac- acumen. Um, but like if you're the Blazers, you're prioritizing athleticism and defense, and Gary Payton fits that bill. The thing yeah. is, this is probably going to be the most expensive signing we have this offseason because our cap space was a little – it wasn't as big as people thought given the fact that we re-signed our two top priorities. So I would have probably rather used the MLE on a wing, but you, yeah. can't, you can't get everything. I mean, after today, I think we have a pretty good idea of what our starting five will be. I guess the three is a little questionable, but – yeah, Damian Lillard. So let's just break this down, offensive-wise and defense-wise. So Dame, Ant, great offense, not good defense. The three spot, we're not sure yet. Um, Jeremy Grant, amazing defense. Nurk, solid defense. And I feel like this compares to the team two years ago because you could argue that starting five also had great defense. You know, you got Covington instead of Jeremy Grant. But I think the difference, like I said, with this Seth team going into next in. year is that bench defense instead of, you know, Instead of Carmelo Cantor, and uh, Cantor. Carmelo, Carmelo Simons, we're going to have Gary Payton on the bench. Josh Hart, I'm just... That gives me nightmares. Our, our team next year, I mean, like defensive-wise, off the bench is going to be so much people, better. People, people. We were in the bubble. We were having to score 140 points just to win. <laughs> the it's lack true. of defense was absurd. Game was, but yeah. I want to go back to something. You said we might be done with signings, and you were saying you weren't in love with all the guards in the lineup. I yep. think there's something up Joe Cronin's sleeve here, and I want to talk about it. Are we going to start opening night with eight guards on the roster? Absolutely not. Yep, probably not. I think we got another deal coming. Very... Is it blockbuster? Is it earth-shattering? No. But we might not sign one for agency, but I can see I can see a trade coming. I think guys that are definitely being thrown around in trade talks as we speak is Josh Hart and Asir Little. He's coming to the most. <clears throat> and we'll talk about that in a second. So but just those are the just guys excited. that are the most expendable. Due to the fact that, especially Josh Hart, because his contract matches. So team-friendly. But then again, we have Eric Bledsoe, who's just sitting on our team, taking up $18 million that is going to get traded or released at some point. Yeah. So I think that we're going to see a trade where it's going to be a Eric Bledsoe and then Nasir Little or Keon Johnson, one of those, and maybe a first. Because like Keon we've seen Johnson. just a first-round pick can bring in a very solid starter, a la Jeremy Grant. So yeah. I think that the Blazers by no means are done. Yeah. All right, I got a trade here. This is off Twitter. Uh, kind of an interesting deal. As you were talking about, we might need a three, starting three. Keldon Johnson from the Spurs. The Spurs right now seem to be rebuilding again. Um, they've been bad for a long time, though. Getting rid of Murray, that hurts. Getting rid of Murray hurt to Atlanta as well. If I was a Spurs fan. Continue. Yep. So the Blazers get Keldon Johnson. The Spurs get Eric Bledsoe, Keon Johnson, and a second that we swapped with Detroit. I mean, it's good. It's getting rid of a guard that we honestly and you're, don't It's need. bringing it's just, in a starter. He averaged 17 last year. Yeah. And it's rebalancing the roster. 
Because Keldon Johnson... You have eight guards. Keldon Johnson is like Dude. a three slash four, so he can play four, but I think he's like six eight or something. So um, he'd, he'd slot in nicely. I, and he did play with Dame on Team USA. Somehow he was on the Team USA team. Yeah. That's besides the point. It was Pop Coach, my little boy. Yeah. I will say, though, this a starting lineup of Dame, Ant, Keldon Johnson, Jeremy Grant, Yusuf Nurkic, off the bench, uh, Josh Hart, Gary Payton II, Justice Winslow, maybe a little Trenton That's Watford. Yeah. For example, like we can make a trade without trading any of these like so-called Yeah, you got Eric Bledsoe. We just saw Malcolm Brogdon get traded to the Celtics, a 15 to 18 point per game uh, yep. scorer that has five and five, and it was Daniel Tice, Neesmith. Aaron Neesmith, and a first-round pick. Like crazy. None of those guys were playing Boston in the finals. Boston State's run. Like We can make a trade for a guy that comes available. I'm trying to think of rebuilding teams. The Spurs are the best team that I can think of. Um, it's weird. I feel like the yeah, Spurs might be the only team off the top of my head that's like we're – committed to the rebuild like obviously okc's like we got chat now like we maybe we slide into a playing spot you know the rockets are like oh we got jabari smith and you know, like the kings are just making deals to just go to the nine seed kings <laughs> you mentioned someone earlier harrison barnes harrison barnes now that's a guy i've really liked for a long time yeah. uh again i'm not going to like say this is a possible trade this is more just a player i really like he obviously won a couple titles at least one title on that on this golden state team in 2015 yeah, he's honestly probably, when you think of an average three uh, three position in the league, you think of Harrison Barnes. Yeah, I mean, if, if Dame's driving and kicking out to Barnes, hitting wide open threes, that is a shot I will take. Better than Alfred Camino, that's for sure. Over, over Camino, but, okay, what do you guys think is more likely? Either, well, okay, what is more likely? Either Nasir Little, Gary Payton, a, t- a guy we have now, starts at the three, Josh Hart, for example, or we trade for someone, or Shane Sharp too, or we trade for someone. I think we trade. You think we trade? I think we trade. If it's either trade or I would say it's like because it'd be trading for a starter. That'd be our starter. You think there's a better chance we trade okay, for our new starter at the three? Mm-hmm. I think it would be trading for 100%. our new starter at the three. I think ideally our rotation is the four surefire starters that we know, and then a three we trade for, and off the bench are Gary Payton, Josh Hart, Nasir, Winslow, and then Watford. Eubanks maybe slot in there every once in a while. I don't. This is probably still a little bit of a sensitive subject, but we're not going to go into it at all. We don't need to, but Miles Bridges was probably a target for the Blazers until on the eve of free agency he made some really bad decisions. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think he's an option for Portland anymore. He was really um, sad to see. I don't know why he would do something like that. He was chasing the max contract, but he got the wrong max. I'm talking about jail time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Miles Bridges is off, is off the board what are you doing, for Miles the Blazers. Yeah, what are you doing? Um, it's horrible. I think a trade is still likely, uh, and that's really all we got with that. A What's trade that is not could likely, likely but not could, likely could have over the top. Let's talk about Kevin Durant. Kevin to Durant, Katie. Before I even before we start the conversations that he won't go to Portland, his two top priorities are Phoenix and Miami. Now we're gonna work out. Watching now we're gonna Bobby Marks explain the salary cap and everything that happens. There's really no scenario that those two teams can get Katie unless somehow the Heat take a Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero. Type deal. So, and the the Nets couldn't think of the team. The Nets are also looking. They said for a young star player and many first round picks. I would count Shane Sharp as a first round pick. For sure. It would be Simons. It would be Sharp. It would be multiple first. It would be probably Hart too. The Blazers have a package that is at least enticing to the Nets. Yeah. Yes. Good. And I know I was just gonna say, and Kevin Durant and Dame, I feel like our friends. I just wanted to point that out too. Yeah, I feel like KD likes. They Dame. played on Team USA together. Yep. Um, 
Granted, a lot of stars played with each other at Team USA, so probably grasping at straws there. But <laughs> I think the Blazers are in the top five in terms of not necessarily destinations that Katie necessarily want, but what they can offer the Nets. And that's rare to say. Like Portland usually, like, you got to give it to Joe Cronin. Like, if, if you can you put a package together for Kevin Durant, you've done something right in gathering assets and yeah. trade bait. When, when Kevin Durant... In some capacity. I mean, when Kevin Durant requests Phoenix... And Miami. That's just the one seed. Those are both two one seeds. <laughs> so it's hard to like, think okay, buddy. I'll actually want to go to Portland. But like you said, the deal package, everything makes sense. And I just, yeah. Yeah, it, I, it's a long shot. Obviously, we'd have to throw away our future. It'd probably be absolutely trash in eight years. But um, you got to do it for coming Durant if that were to happen. I would say some other teams to look out for. Like right now, ESPN's really only reporting Phoenix and Miami. I think you got to look out for Philadelphia. They got a really aggressive GM. Um, they said they'd go all in for him, but like, you're gonna probably have to. There's I, if they can somehow get KD without giving up Harden or Embiid, it'd be a fleece. Well, I but, get rid of Harden. I don't, yeah, <laughs> 76ers. I'd say Grizzlies are a low key, little interesting team. Grizzlies have some some young pieces they can give the Nets. For some reason, I want to say the Timberwolves now. Like not anymore. Not anymore. Just kidding. Five first-round picks yeah, for Ruti Gobert. Ruti Gobert. But when it comes to Kevin Durant, it would be really weird seeing him in a Blazers uniform after all these years of hating him. And just... It, it would be hard to root for him. But, again, the championship is... You said something awesome. really interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it was this morning or last night, but you were like, a championship with Kevin Durant wouldn't feel as good as a championship, I don't know, just without Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like, just because, yeah. like, Kevin Durant's I, I use the example. I use the example of trading, I would rather trade for Aiden than Durant. Yeah. I think my response to that, or what people's responses to that would be, is a championship is a championship. does yeah, not matter how fair. they come. They're yeah. too hard to win. I think a thing you have to be careful with, again, this is such a long shot. We're probably talking under 5% chance of this even happening. Maybe, maybe even lower than that, but that is Dame, Kevin Durant, you're throwing away a lot of pieces on your team, and you gotta still prioritize defense. Because look at the Nets. You got Kyrie Irving. I'm not saying Kyrie is interchangeable with Dame because Dame doesn't blow up teams and start drama. But yeah. both of them, I'll take Dame. you know, the Nets got torched on defense to the Celtics, and you just want to make sure that doesn't happen if he were to come to Portland and you were to throw away a lot of pieces. But the thing is, if if the um, Nets were fully healthy. If they had Ben Simmons, if they had their full team, you're taking them, and it, it's like them and the Celtics are. I mean, they got swept. Going into that series, but you were like, I think that Nets could win if they were fully healthy. Yeah. So if you're gonna have Dame and Dame and uh, KD on your team, you're, yeah, you're Dame, Dame and KD alone is a playoff team. And you would still have. They wouldn't be taking Jeremy Grant because you can't trade Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant because you just got him. So you're at least gonna have Grant, KD, and Dame. Yeah, which good. is a solid, solid core. And I think that's what people like. I, at least I find myself thinking like this: It's like, man, if we have to, if we give up Simons and Hart, like who's going to start at the two? Like who's going to be the backup two? We need depth. It's like you have Damian Lillard and Kevin Durant. You can put a lifeless body at the two and make the playoffs. Yeah, look at the Heat. It's Kevin Miller, Mario Chalmers. Exactly. No, um, no disrespect. Another, another like, guy from the Nets because the Nets seem to be blowing up their entire team. Uh, what if we go back into the uh, the Ben Simmons? Like no rumors. Don't good. If you're not mentally in it, I don't really care. Facts. So. And, and into yeah. that, into that. All right, that's cool. 
Um, is that all we have with the Blazers? We'll say Joe Ingles, you know, didn't keep him, had his bird rights, but never really thought we were going to hold on to him, so that's kind of a Before we talk about... Oh, um, go ahead. No, you, you go. You before we talk about the broad part of the league, um, forgot what I was going to say. Happens. Okay. Well, Drew Eubanks, back with the Blazers, one-year deal. Um, probably going to be our backup center now, unless we get someone else. So... Not amazing, but Here he averaged 15 points a game okay. in his 22 games. So happy for Drew Eubanks. I'm glad he. I'm glad he got another NBA. This was a three-team trade idea thrown out on Twitter by. I'm not gonna say the username, but he is a reliable source in my opinion. It's not Rip City Rundown, but okay. It's a three-team deal between the Suns, Nets, and Blazers. Okay. KD gets his wish and goes to Phoenix. KD and Nurkic sign and trade to Phoenix. Now that Nurk's resigned, I don't know what the deal is with that, but for the sake of the argument, KD and Nurk to Phoenix. Portland gets Aiton and Jay Crowder. Okay. Mm. The Nets get Bridges, Cam Johnson, Little, Bledsoe, and three first from the Suns because the Suns are, are getting KD. Portland's starting lineup would oh be gosh, Lillard. That an instant. That's like giving up nothing for them, I feel like. Portland is getting Lillard, starting lineup, Lillard, Simons, Crowder, Grant, Ayton. Suns, CP3, Booker, Craig, Katie, Nurk, Nets get young players and picks. I think, so that's, we're giving up Nurk. The question is, do the Nets Nurk, do Bledsoe, that? and Little for Ayton and Crowder. And Nurk. Okay, that's, yeah, that Nurk, reason. Nurk, Bledsoe. That's actually not as, like, I thought that was a little more lopsided, but given that they value Ayton so Smally or literally, I don't even know what the word literally, is. Literally. But literally. Uh, literally, I think literally. that's something that like it's not going to happen. But it it's won't. not the most. And I think thing. the underrated thing here is like the Nets now are probably just sitting on the phones, sitting and thinking to themselves, if Rudy Gobert can go for five oh first, what can we get for Kevin yeah, Durant? Exactly. Like that trade does not help teams right now. And you know, Katie's like. He'll get his wish and get traded somewhere. Yeah, but some the NBA for a second time. Yeah, let's, <laughs> some let's, let's talk. Let's talk more broad. Let's talk about. All right, that's cool. More scope. Scope out a little bit on the Works whole NBA. I feel like who's had the biggest changes so far this free agency? Because my first thought is the Timberwolves. Do you guys agree? I think you could yeah. make a case for the Hawks. The Hawks. Hawks. Okay. Brian Dejounte. That's a really um, pick up. Did John Wall go to the Clippers? John Wall's on the Clippers now. John Wall's on They'll the have Clippers. Kawhi and John that's Wall. a scary team out west. Yeah. The West is just so solid. Okay, Malcolm Brogdon to the Celtics. Yeah, that was a that improves steal. their team. I would say the Jazz are going to look really different this next year, obviously. <laughs> and by really I, different, really bad. Yeah. They, the thing is, they want to build around Donovan Mitchell. They say, which I'm not going to take them fully 100 percent for that because I could easily see him going to the Heat. But that's what they say. When you get five first round picks, I mean, their future, their future is looking bright. How about, the, how, how about the Knicks shelling out a one ten for Jalen Brunson? Yeah, that was something. Pushing oh, to a plan team. Jalen Brunson is worth more than Anthony Simons, and let me tell you, Anthony Simons on the Mavericks is next to Luca would be better than Brunson. I saw a stat: um, Jalen Brunson was the first player to sign a one hundred million dollar contract without an All Star vote. Yeah. So maybe sure, maybe one hundred million dollar to a new team. Yeah, yeah. Inflation, whatever part of that, I don't care. But that is still crazy. Yeah, it that, shows that's a good point. Inflation. He's overpaid. And also the Knicks re-signed Mitchell Robinson. It's the first time a Knicks rookie has gotten to a second contract since 1994. Wow. Which is, I don't know how that's possible, but... Knicks franchise for you right there. Knicks Cue the clown music. No, I'm just kidding. Knicks um, and Mitchell. Didn't the Kings do something? Kings traded for Kevin Herter. Not, not... Atlanta's doing something, y'all. Yeah, I kind of like the moves Atlanta are doing. That John Collins is probably going to be out. Um, back, back circling back to the Blazers. This just has to do with the Blazers a little bit. I, I know we don't like ranking things because it's really hard to do this early before the season, but, like, 
Where would you put the Blazers next year? In the past? I remember before last year we were like talk talk like, talk to the camera. I think <laughs> it was a expectations. It was a, you're asking? A, a, a complete clip because the guy did say oh. clip it, but we said uh, Blazers versus Grizzlies round one in the four five. So this was December. December twenty. Yeah, that was after the season started. Okay, that was before, before we traded everyone. Before people got hurt. Like, before we get, tanked. Give me some slack. We tanked. Okay. Yeah. I think um, if I'm a realistic person. I think the Blazers are anywhere between the five and the eight, most likely in the playoffs. What are, who are the four teams? Yeah, that's just so much better. Than them. I think the Nuggets are going to be a lot better than them. Yep. Warriors. I think the Clippers are going to be a lot better than them. Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to be a lot better than them. Suns. And then you could go anywhere between the Suns, the Timberwolves, Lakers, you Grizzlies. Could, you could even go Lakers, Grizzlies. Yeah, you, the you West know, is so good. You know, man. one of them is going to be. One of those than teams us. are going to like have a, probably a rough injury or. Completely underperform, so... We haven't even mentioned the Lakers. I mean, I'm not afraid of them. No, just but the Lakers get LeBron, Kyrie, what, what happens? Like the, yeah, uh, they're really good. I'm gonna Kyrie put us, only plays good when he's a little broke. I'm going to put the Blazers... I'm going to agree with you, I think. I'll put up seven. I'll go four to eight. Realistically, bottom half. And that, and that's assuming... Like, as if injuries weren't a thing, then I could see us, you know, five, four. But, but the, that's the, a thing, like... We're even injured. The thing... <laughs> The thing is, like, every year the Blazers are, like, on paper, not the most talented team, obviously, but not even, like, a top talent team. So, like, when we made it to the Western Conference Finals, no one was saying we were going to get the three seed. Everyone was probably projecting us to be the seven seed. So, the Blazers tend to always play above their expectations, and it's probably just because we don't have the star power, and star power doesn't always win, so... I think people forget we have Damian Lillard. Yeah, people forget this man. <laughs> we have Damian this Lillard man has set out for a year. If he resumes what he was doing against Denver in 2020, this dude is fully healthy for the first time in what he said to be four or five years. I think people are underestimating how good he actually is. Is he getting older? Yes, but like this dude can still shoot the ball at an absurd level, and he can stretch defenses like very few guards can. And by very few, I mean Steph Curry. Yep. I'm not ready to give that mantle to Trey Young yet. All he did was beat the Knicks in the Garden. Correct. That's mm-hmm. it. Which teams do you think the Blazers are surefire going to be ahead next year? Okay, the Spurs. Well, obviously you got Spurs. The Rockets. Thunder. Rockets. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder Rockets. You know what's another? Kings. You know what's a team we have not mentioned that could be very, very jazz? good? That could be yes. Yeah. I'm saying Jazz. The Pelicans. Pelicans could be very good. They could be very good. So yeah, Zion's for sure. He he signed his supermax or not? It's it, it, yeah. Game. He's going to at least, or I think he did. Yeah, um, yeah. or I don't know if it's a supermax. He it's a rookie extension, just a max. He hasn't signed yet. He's gonna sign it though. But if I'm the Pelicans, you got to do it. But this is a guy who's missed like more than half the games in his career. It I would think what's suck to see them suck. Crazy about them is that they like oh they were destroying the Suns like even though I know Booker was hurt for part of that but. They were destroying the Suns, forced them to a game six without Zion. Like, that is crazy. And obviously, they have CJ McCollum, who's going to be super effective next year, assuming he doesn't get hurt. And then, did they make any big moves? I don't believe so, so far in the free agency. No. But they're they kind of they set, though. They, they surprised me last year. They surprised yeah. me last year. Yeah. I think it's really interesting what the Pelicans are doing. I don't know. I think the Blazers slot in at seven, maybe. But they have potential to get up there. I still want to see. It's not over yet. So I, I can guarantee you the 15 guys we have on the roster right now will not be the 15 guys we have when free, or when the season starts. I can guarantee you that. I want to say, has the Jeremy Grant trade been finalized yet? I feel like it still hasn't. Explain. Because if it hasn't, that means the Blazers will still be trying to work in a third team. 
to just get more people. So True. That's an interesting thing. And also, since it hasn't been finalized, Jeremy Grant still hasn't signed his what most likely is going to be an extension with the Blazers. I'll be very inter- interested to see how much money he gets. Do you think it's a max? Nope. No, I think it's Simon's no money? more than... I think it's like 25. Yeah, I, I, I think you do that. Grant would be... 30, that's disappointing. He'd be yeah. the best wing we've had since Batum. You could yeah. say he's I would, have thought, I would have thought Covington was going to be that, but obviously he aged well, we, not like fine wine. Well, we paid, we paid the Rockets like he was an all-star. Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah. So. Also, also another clip. This was about two years ago. I think we said this. When the channel was new, Neil O'Shea, I love you, quote... This was right when Covington got traded. And we were desperate for views. We that are, was the biggest trade we've ever had in the New York era. Tough so take, like, tough take. What was I going to say? Yeah, you're right. But anyway, next Bad year take, next year overall, I'm excited. I think our pieces glue well together, unlike previous years. I feel like the depth is there. I feel like the offense is there. And I feel like the defense is there so far. Obviously, moves will still be made, but the, I'm excited going next season. The, I really am. I think the crazy thing, too, is like people are like, where do you rank... Dame and Grant on like duos, and it's like you could you could say Dame and Simons. Yeah, like we're we're not we, have, du- we don't have a duo anymore. We got well, we it's, we never did. D- Dame and CJ were I guess. a duo because the talent below him, CJ below was, them were trash. Now CJ we have was like the, four pretty solid. CJ's probably a play. CJ was the best possible player that mm. will never be an All Star. I mean, like you're like first it was Dame, CJ, and then everyone else on here. Now it's Dame, and then you know Simons here, Nurk here. Grant here, like, it's all, we just have so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I, I, I just it, found it funny that you said Nurk above Grant. Okay, I wasn't actually hey, looking my look, thing. look, I think Nurk, Nurk could still go back to what he was in, uh, like, twenty. We need it. We need it. Because Nurk was on, like, a traje- trajectory Come to on, be, like, beast. top seven player. So just maybe that new money, start maybe that new money, that new contract will incentivize him to yeah. play well. Agreed. But, I think I'm just most excited because how can you not be excited knowing you're not going to tank? That's yeah, that's just that the, like super. games are going to mean something. Guys, we're playing meaningful ball, ball games. Yeah. Nothing so, better. A quick summer league talk before we end. Let's this. do it. Do you know um, anything about summer league? I know nothing about. I mean, honestly, I does it basics. start today? Summer league, not the Las Vegas league. Las Vegas league, which is the main league, doesn't start. Like we kind of have seven. a stacked, stacked. Our team. We're roster. playing a lot of people. We're playing. Watford's going to be down there. Brandon um, Williams. Brandon Williams is going to be down there. Walker and the Sharp are going to be down there. Keon's going to be down there. Greg Brown's going to be down Anthony there. Anthony Sinon, I'm just kidding. Zada's going to be down there. Not that he's any good. <laughs> I will say, I was, think it was you telling me... Was you down there? You oh, were wow. telling me Detroit is sending their starting lineup down there. Detroit is sending Jake <laughs> Cunningham and Killian Hayes and Sadiq Bay. Who knows how many games they're going to play. That's relevant. But Summer League does start the 7th, so if you want to get good looks at our new guys... Um, Make sure to tune into that. Yep, and before we wrap up, just keep an eye out on the channel. Obviously, free agency and just the days following free agency opening. Very fluid situation. News comes in on a dime. We saw Shams absolutely work Woj to start with Sham Bomb. Sham Bomb. Woj was not throwing out bombs. And then Woj started to pick it up later. But it it happens all on a dime. I was about to go to bed last night, and all of a sudden, Gary Payton's a blazer. Yep. So... Stay tuned for City Rundown. Follow the Instagram, follow the Twitter. Obviously, continue to watch these podcasts. We really appreciate it. Yeah, so, uh, see you in the next podcast. Make sure to subscribe. See you subscribe. Bye. Bye.